losing it. Mark the fifth chapter, beginning at verse number 25. You will find these words written. And a certain woman who had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. You may take your seats. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. I want to talk to you for a little while or as a spirit lead from this subject matter, no longer drained of life no longer drained of life. Somebody, you could get your deliverance just from the title. If you just reach out and grab it and declare in your heart and speak it out of your mouth that I will no longer be drained of life. Do you ever feel like the bucket of life has a hole in it, (laughs) that it leaks faster than you can feel it, no matter what you do, how hard you work, where you go, what you try, you just can't feel it up. Have you just noticed that wherever you go, it doesn't matter. It looks like work when you play, your friends, family, all leave you feeling uh, empty. They make you feel restless and seem like you're continuing to search. And it seems as though it's one search after another search. You can't seem to get enough. The outflow is greater than the inflow. You are left drained of life, tired, and weak. 
frustrated and uh, hopeless, angry and uh, resentful, sorrowful and uh, grieving, fearful that you will never have the life that you want. And if you know what that is like, perhaps you know the hemorrhaging woman in today's text. We don't know her name. We don't know where she came from. She could be any of us. Come on here. She's just another face in the crowd. What we do know is that she is sick. She's desperate. She is in need. She had been hemorrhaging for 12 long years. It was uncontrollable. No one could touch her nor anything she had touched. By law, she was considered unclean, so unclean that she was to be divorced by her husband. She had, she was to be totally cut off from society and religious worship. She had tried all she knew. She had seen many physicians and spent all that she had. And yet the text says that she grew worse. Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, it always seemed to be the same. There was nowhere else to turn except to Jesus. However, I need you all to really focus and I need you to put on your eyes of faith here today. And I need you to understand that this woman's condition is more than physical. Fact of the matter is she is losing more than blood. She's losing her life. She's losing its warmth and vitality. She's losing its fruitfulness. And how many of you all know that that is a spiritual matter because life and death they're, they're always a spiritual matter. Yeah, at one level, this is a, a story of an individual woman. But at another level, it is the human story. Because her story really is our story. It is as much about men as it is about women. Drained of life. Come on here. We go through the motions. We're alive, but we're really not living. We feel disconnected, isolated, and sometimes all alone. And oftentimes uh, we convince ourselves that once this or that 
happens, everything will be better. I'm wondering how many people would be transparent here today. And you've either thought it or you've said it. That if this or that would happen in my life, then I know everything would be better. As soon as he changes, as soon as she does what I want her to do, as soon as the economy gets better, as soon as I get a new job, I'm going to come down your street in a minute, as soon as I have enough money, as soon as I have more time, as soon as I find me another husband or another wife, y'all ain't got to talk back here to me, as soon as I get through with this project, as soon as, and can I tell you all something, we are all guilty of having our as soon as. I suspect this woman spent many of the last 4,380 days thinking as soon as. But today, however, is different. And how many of y'all know that every day brings uh, something new? Fact of the matter is, how many of y'all know that every day that you wake up, God gives you new mercy. Every day that you open your eyes, God gives you new grace. Come on here. Every Every morning, we serve a God of newness. Hallelujah. But after 4,380 days, that's 12 years, she decided, Sister Pat, on that particular day, that this day is going to be different from any other day. Every morning when I wake up, I declare that this is the day that the Lord has made. I I, I don't concern myself about what happened on, on yesterday. Yesterday is gone and tomorrow will not be the same. If you make it a habit, make it your practice. That every morning that you wake up, declare this is a day that the Lord has made. This is, uh, this is a new day. This is a new opportunity. So this woman, she declares that this is uh, a different day. Something in her on uh, this particular day, something in her changed. Something in uh, her shifted. And I stopped by here just to let somebody know that's all you need here today. Somebody you just need, you just need a shift. Come on here, somebody. It ain't, it, it ain't as bad as it seems. It's not as bad as the devil uh, seems uh, to make it. All you need, the preacher's telling you today that all you need is just, uh, just a simple shift. 
gift. Ah, that's what happened uh, uh, to this woman. Something down uh, on the inside of her, it changed. Something, uh huh, it shifted. And here it is. She she heard about. Jesus. I, I, I'm just going to talk a little bit. She heard something about Jesus. Maybe, just maybe she heard about his teachings. Maybe she might have heard about him casting out devils. She may have heard about him healing the sick and and raising the Maybe she heard about Jesus calming the stormy seas. We don't know what she heard about Jesus, but it was enough. Somebody ought to say it was enough. Ah, it was enough to make her, my God, it was enough to make her believe that she is more than a hemorrhaging woman. Come on here. And I stopped by here to let somebody know you're more than what the devil's been trying to portray you as. You're, 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 you're more than. You're more than your past. You're more than your failures. You're more than what they said that you would never be. Once she heard about Jesus. She understood that I'm more than just a hemorrhaging woman. She would no longer wait on others to fix her life. Come on here, Holy Ghost. Some of y'all waiting on other folk to fix your life. You, you, you're trying to find happiness in, in people. But I stop back here to let you know if you don't already know. People have a way of disappointing you. People are, people are hurt your feelings. The very ones that you may expect. I'm going to feel like preaching in a minute here, but the very ones that you expect to stand with you through the thick and the thin, those are the ones that seemingly walk away from you. and You can no longer depend on them. This woman made up in her mind on that day that I'm not going to wait on nobody else to fix my life. I'm not calling Anola, whatever her name is, on TV to fix my, uh, let Jesus fix it for you. He knows just what to do whenever you pray. Just let the Lord have his way and guess what? He'll fix it. He'll fix it for you. You got to make up in your mind that you got to tell the Lord it ain't everybody else around me but it's me. It's me. It's me oh Lord. I'm the one standing in the need of a prayer. She would no longer wait on other to fix her 
life. Uh, she refused to be identified with the circumstances of her life. You won't identify me according to the circumstances of my life. I might be broke, but I serve a God that can supply, y'all ain't gonna help me here, every one of my needs. I might not have but two Facebook friends, but there's not a friend like a lowly Jesus. No, not one no, not one. I may be reckoning pain in my body, but he's a healer because by his strikes, I am already healed. So she says this day, this day, today, I'm not, I'm not going to let another day go by, but today. I'm not uh, going to be identified with the circumstances uh, of my life. Today, she would reach beyond those circumstances and uh, and literally take matters into her own hands. Now, watch me now. Sometimes you got to take matters in your own hand. Deep within, she knows that if I just touch his clothes, I will be made whole. No matter how much we go through, all were issues of life. The truth of those words ought to flow through our veins. She knows that Jesus, that Jesus offers a life that is unleakable. Y'all ain't gonna help me here. A life that could never be drained from her. Now, don't get the text confused. Uh, don't, don't, don't let Mark confuse you. Mark and uh, and Matthew, they don't contradict one another. They're just two separate uh, gospel writers. Mark says that this woman says, if I can just touch his clothes. But then uh, Matthew says that the woman says, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. Well, I need to help y'all before I move to the next level here, because I feel some coming on me here. But I want to help you before I move to the next level. You have to understand that the translation of him has been misleading. The word, it does not denote the bottom part of a garment or pant leg, but speaks of a tassel on the back of a person clothes. You know, the Lord ways are far above our ways and his thought pattern is above our pattern. And so when we think of a hymn, we think of the lowest part of the garment. But in this text, according to Matthew, it was a tassel that Jesus wore on top of his clothes. And so the tassel, it was located on the upper back of Jesus. And so you need to understand that she did not stoop down low. Oh God, y'all don't want to hear me. And touch the bottom of his garment. All she did was just reached out 
y'all and touched touched his clothes which was located on his back well preacher what are you saying here today it don't matter if you're on the mountaintop you better reach out. It don't matter if you're down in the valley low. You better, you better reach out. And the moment that this woman reaches out and touch his garment, in that moment, she was transfused with and by the power of God. Somebody here today, you need to be transfused by the power of God. Uh, it was it was just enough to touch him. Come on here. He didn't have to say nothing to her. All, all she had, all she had to do was just uh, touch him. The connection was made and the relationship was uh, established. Life no longer leaked out of her, but watch this, it flowed into her. And uh, while you are allowing life to drain you, I stop by here just a few minutes to let you know that all you have to do is just reach out and touch. Because instead of it flowing out of you, God will turn that thing around. Come on, and it will flow inside of you. Believe on me as the scripture have said it. And, and out of your belly shall what flow rivers of living waters. And so, listen here, the hemorrhaging stopped. Somebody say the hemorrhaging stopped. Uh, but the healing continued. Oh, don't miss it. Uh, I'm going to tell y'all something. The hemorrhaging stopped, but uh, yeah, the healing continues. Some of y'all, you've been through some stuff and God's brought you out all right, but you're still healing. Y'all ain't going to help me here. Come on here. God delivered you from some stuff, but guess what? You're still healing, but what you need to understand that in the process of your healing, you got to make up in your mind that no weapon that's formed up against me, what? It will not prosper. I wish I had about 10 folk to wave at me now and say, Pastor, it will not happen. I've come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road was going to be easy, but I don't believe that God's brought me this far to leave me now. Notice what happens in the text. Jesus turns around and Jesus said, who touch my clothes. In other words, he was calling her out. He would not allow her to remain nameless. Just a nameless face in the crowd. He would not allow her to drift off into secrets. Some folk done drifted off into secrets. I can't come to church. I just want to be by myself. But somebody ought to shout the devil is a liar. Because I 
I have proof in the text that Jesus did not allow her to drift off in secrecy and he gave her a new name and that name was daughter y'all ain't gonna help me because she started off nameless but notice what Jesus calls her Jesus says daughter and that sent her on the path of peace because she knew really then she was no longer a hemorrhaging woman she is now a daughter she has an identity she has a place now and now she have a relationship she has been healed and made whole she's now fully alive and free to go in peace and that is the unleakable life that Jesus offers to all of us we no longer have to live a drained life we can know ourselves and we can be called sons and daughters of God I hear John talking now and John say beloved And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But one thing I know is when he shall appear, we shall be just like him. And we're going to see him just as he is. Take a good look at me. Take a good look at me. Look at all the gray that's on my face. My hair's falling out. My knees are hurting. And my feet are swollen. But that's alright. Don't try to set my identity. For when the Lord shall appear I'm gonna be just like him anybody waiting on his appearance oh I hear I hear I hear my mother now and I hear her singing now oh I want to see him look upon his face there to sing forever of his amazing grace on the streets of glory let me lift my voice cares are past home at last ever to rejoice we too and I'm closing now we can walk the path of peace fully alive if we just touch his clothes we too can be healed every moment before us is the opportunity to reach out reach out and touch I know we get carnal sometimes 
and we want to reach out and touch somebody's hand. I don't need to touch your hand. All I need is to touch Jesus. Tell your neighbor, touch Jesus. Yes, touch his garment. say what kind of clothes do Jesus wear well I'm glad that you asked because sometimes he drapes himself in silence solitude and prayer sometimes he drapes himself with mercy and forgiveness Sometimes he drape himself with thanksgiving and gratitude. Other times he drapes himself with compassion and generosity. The very attribute and characteristic of his life are the clothes that he Some folk like being the way they are. Some folk like the attention. Some folk don't know no better. But you better be like this woman in the text. I don't know what your issue is. Come on here, somebody. It may not be one of blood, but you got an issue. Come on, I don't know what your issue is. But one thing I do know. If you just touch All right. Don't let interpretation of the text confuse you. If all you heard all your life was the hymn, then you just touch the hymn of his garment. And I promise you He'll make you whole. How do I touch him? 
I'm finished. How do I touch him? How do I touch his clothes? I'm talking about his clothes of forgiveness, his clothes of mercy, his clothes of forgiveness. Touch it, touch it, touch it. His clothes of thanksgiving. And you know what I discovered? After I touched him, uh oh, somebody, watch out here! After I touched him, I was able to take off my coat of depression. I was able to take off my vest of loneliness. I was able to take off I was able to go in my spiritual closet after I touched him. And guess what I came out with? I came out with a garment of praise. Why? Because I know that he inhabits the praise. He dwells in the praise. He takes a seat in the praise. You better change your clothes. You better change your clothes. Put on! Everybody stand. Everybody stand. You better put on the garment of praise. And I don't just only put it on when I come to church. But I like to be walking through the kitchen. walk in the dining room. I ain't got to wait to come to church. I be brushing my teeth. All right. Woo! You better learn. You better learn. You better learn. Sometimes, doctor told me that I got arthritis in both my knees. And I said, doctor, what would that mean? They said, you got arthritis in both your knees. I said, well, what can be done about it? They said, nothing. Just wait till it hurts so bad. Now then with the doctor, I, I felt like she felt. That's what she felt. Doctor said, just wait till it feels so bad. And you can't hardly walk. Then we'll do new knee surgery. I said, the devil is a liar. Yeah. Every time this knee act up, Mother Brian, I, I, I might not be able to cross it.
have no dance. You got two feet. You know how to walk, don't you? You know how to run, don't you? Do the running man. I don't care. I don't care. finished. I'm finished. Y'all, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared of all these viruses. You trying to name them all. You only know about two is the COVID and the Delta. You don't even know about the Gamma and the seven others. You already ready to shut down on the two you know about. And there's 10 of them out there. So you're going to be scared all your life. Just wear your mask if you need to. Get vaccinated. Come on here. Ha. And I told them even in the midst of COVID, figure out ways to find how you're blessed. Because if you didn't catch COVID, you're blessed. If you're caught it and you're still alive, you're blessed. Come on there. Wait, wait, wait. I got one more. If you lost a relative because of COVID and they died in the Lord, you're still blessed. I'm going to put scripture on it because it says blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. So even your dead relative is blessed. Somebody you ought to wail back and you ought to holler, I know I'm blessed. All right, I'm finished. I know I'm blessed. I know I'm blessed. And I refuse. I refuse to be drained of life. Whatever it consists of. It can it can consist of you. I ain't gonna let y'all drain me. Come on here, somebody. Draining days are over. I feel, I feel a ship. I feel 
jealousy. I need y'all to do one more thing for me. Everybody stand straight. Everybody stand straight. Stand straight. And by faith, by faith, by faith, I want you to take two steps to your left and just say shift. Ready? Go. is coming. I got new vitality. Come on here. God is healing my body. God is restoring me. to shift in your house. Something's about to shift on your job. Something's about to shift in your relationship. Something's about to shift in the church. It's going to shift in your life.
Hallelujah. Now, God, I shared with your people what you've placed on my heart to share. And you have declared that your word would not go forth void, but it will accomplish what you set out for it to accomplish. Thank you now for the shift. Thank you for the shift. Thank you that you are God that makes us whole. You don't have to do anything. You make us whole. And your word said that you came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. And we stand on that word. And because we stand on that word, we will no longer be drained of life. Nothing we can do about it. We've talked about it long enough. We became angry to no avail. Just like this woman who you gave her a name and her name is now daughter. Hallelujah. We make up in our minds that we'll no longer be drained of life. We're going to enjoy the life that you give. The life that you give. Guide our steps. Speak to our hearts. In the name of Jesus. Let us not get caught up in the carnalities of life and think that that's life help us to realize that there's only life in Jesus Christ. It's in him that we live and move and have our very being. And we say thank you. There may be somebody you hear today right where you are. I trust that during the preaching of the word of God that God has touched you, his word have touched you, and you're just able to believe the report. That's all you got to do. All you have to do is just believe the report of the Lord. And if God says it is so in his word, and guess what? It is so. No matter where you've been, no matter how long you've been there, no matter who you were there with, no matter what you did while you was there. God is a forgiving God. He clothes himself in forgiveness and compassion. And right where you are, right where you're standing, right where you are, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, or if you know him but have these have been some hard times. It's been some trying times. We don't 
we don't look down on nobody. Everybody's not as strong as you are. Everybody. That's why scripture says those that are strong bear the infirmities of the weak. Right where you are. God is a forgiving God. He's a God of restoration. You are a child of God. We all have natural children that sometimes get out of the way. Come on here. Sometimes they become disobedient. Sometimes they talk back. Come on here, y'all talk to me. But you know what? They're still our children. They're still our children. Somebody here today, you know the Lord. You're still his child. And here's the promise that he's made. He says no one will be able to pluck you out of my hand. I'm talking to somebody today. I'm talking to somebody that feels that you're not saved. You, you feel that you backslid and you, no, 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 listen to me. Listen to me. No man can pluck you out of my hand. I'm ready to help somebody real quick. I'm sorry. No, I don't apologize. Did you not know? And I'm going to put scripture on it. So just hold on. I ain't just talking. I'm going to give you some scripture. Did you not know that you could be in the hands of God? And be disobedient. Uh oh. Did you not know that you can be in the hand of God and be off track? Do you not know you could be in the hand of God and miss the mark? You might have been at a club last night. Uh oh. But did you not know you was in the hand of God while you was at the club? Some of y'all don't like this, but I'm sticking with the Bible. I ain't sticking with what your great grandmother told me. I'm just I just refuse. I just I just refuse to do it. All right, here's here, here's here's a scripture I'm gonna put on it. Your club passing over that person's backslidden. What you talking about? I'm going to go find another church. Goodbye. Because I stick with the word. No, don't say that, Pastor. We can't afford to lose nobody. Yes, we can if they don't want to stick with the word. I said they were in the club last night, but yet they was in the hand of God. But that was uh, Jeremiah, wasn't it? Jeremiah went down to the powder's house, didn't he? Y'all act like you don't know the Bible. Help me out. I'm getting old. Jeremiah went to the potter's house, right? And the clay was in the potter's hand. The potter was forming the clay in his hand. So the clay's in his hand. What, what better place can you be but in the potter's hand? He's the one making you. He's the one molding you. He's the one directing you. But the potter noticed something. That the clay that was where? In his 
hand, it was marred. <laughs> David was in the hand of God. He was a man after God's own heart when he got wrapped up with Bathsheba. Now I'm not saying it's right to get wrapped up because I understand the potter made another vessel out of the same clay. We throw folk out before God get an opportunity to remake them. Did Abraham lie? Said that was his sister? And the Bible said he was a friend of God. Y'all don't want me to go down the road, do you? Same fella that encouraged us through his word. Peter. He cussed like some of y'all do. Oh, don't go there with me today. He was a fighter like some of y'all. He was marred in God's hand. The other disciples couldn't put him out because they was in worse shape than he was in. Are you always looking down on somebody? You better check yourself. Check your attitude. Check your disposition. Check that unforgiveness that's in your heart. You better check yourself before you try to check me. It is that same Peter that stood up on the day of Pentecost. So this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel in the last day. He said, I pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Come on here, somebody. It was Peter. So I said all that to say this. You may have missed the mark. You're still in God's hand. And all God is trying to do is make us over again. Let him make you. God had to work with some clay longer than he worked with others. Y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. <laughs> see, see, it's almost like, okay, I'm done. I'm finished. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We should have been gone by now. Listen. It's like some of y'all, when you was a kid, you only stole one time and got caught. And you ain't stole no more the rest of your life. Some folk just get it quicker than others. Are you following what I'm saying? That's not like something Dr. Lewis would do. Would be so scared to steal, never. Just, just, just one time. Once you get caught one time, that's it. Some of us got caught 5,000 times. Some of y'all still stealing. Y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. Some of y'all still a thief. Uh-oh. You ain't stole nothing out of food for less or Albertsons. But you lied on your taxes. You claim some kids you don't have, and the Lord ought to impregnate you, make you have the number amount you put on there. Y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. Somebody say, Thank God for His mercies. Thank God for His robe of forgiveness. Thank God for His tassel of long suffering. 
Now, God, I thank you. Y'all, I just feel good. That's all right. I just feel good. I feel good. If there's one that don't know your darling son, Jesus, they can't come unless you draw them, draw them before it's too late. In the mighty name of Jesus. Forgive us of all sins. Wash us, cleanse us. Make us whole. In Jesus' name we 